There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, NRL Spines, News Corp have rated each team spine out of 10. What do we think? So we've got, I'm trying to think, should I read them all out at once? Okay. Okay, well, I'll read them all out and then we'll go through them. Storm, 10 out of 10. Roosters, 10 out of 10. Panthers, 9.5 out of 10. Rabbitohs, 9 out of 10. Cowboys, 9 out of 10. Eels, 8.5. Sharks, 8. Broncos, 7.5. Manly, 7.5. Tigers, 7. Knights, 6.5. Doggies, 6. Titans, 6. Raiders, 6. Dragons, 6. Warriors, 5. Dolphins, 4. We'll start at the tippity top. Storm at 10. What do we reckon, boys? Yeah, we were, we were talking about this before, and I mean, you're rating something out of 10. I don't know if you could say Storm and Roosters are the perfect spine. Yeah. I think for club so teams. So they win the comp. 100%. Neither of them on the comp. Mm. I, like, I would reserve 10 out of 10 for Smith, Slater, Cronk, mm. and whoever. Mm. Uh, so it, it makes it hard when you start it. Like that, mm. um, maybe their ranking is like the like the top two have to be ten. Have to be ten. Yeah. yeah if so, sure. Um, yeah. I, I, and if so, I would probably have the Storm at the top when you consider Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, Cam Munster. I assume they're looking at Pappy at fullback. Mm. Assuming he will be there, whether he will be or not, we'll see. Roosters has to be right up there. The Panthers one is interesting. Nine point five when. We're not really entirely sure what hooker will look like realistically, mm. and that's a quarter of your spine. Mm. Yeah, so Storm 10, I, look, I agree in regards to I wouldn't give them 10, but if this is the, the scale, scale. Then it's yep. the scale, whatever, Storm 10 for sure. Harry Grant, Cam Munster, Jerome Hughes, Pappy, like, like... Tough to top. It is, like, so good, so exciting, suits the new brand of footy, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Roosters at 10, I don't know. I don't know if I rate Roosters a 10 spine. You know, Sam Walker's still got a lot to prove in the NRL. Keary was solid last year. Uh, number nine, uh, Cheese, although Dally M Hooker of the Year. Uh, Kenny play 80. Um, I, I, like, I don't know if I'd rate Roosters 10. I, I wouldn't put them there. I, put them I there. think as individuals in each of those positions, I can understand where they're coming from. <clears throat> but I'd also question if I would have them as a 10. 
ten. Absolute top ten. What do you I, reckon? I'd have sorry. I'd have Roosters as second best still, but certainly under yeah Melbourne. Wouldn't have equal as Melbourne. Yeah. You can't yeah. compare it to the Storm, especially as I said, if they've got Pappy at number one, mm. like different pages those two spines. Mm. Oh, like Munster Hughes versus. Kiri Walker, like Kiri obviously has won multiple premierships, like three or four. Um, but like going into this season, um, are they, is he at the same form level of, of a Munster Hughes um, grant? Well, probably not. The six, seven, and nine for the Storm are all better. Mm. Roosters would get Teddy over Pappy. Mm. Like, gotta be the Storm. Yeah, and, and like Sam Walker, for example, incredible future. Mm. Ad nauseum. You guys know how much we love Sam Walker. Like, we froth him every single week. But he, he hasn't won a premiership. He hasn't got to a prelim, I don't think. And rightly so. He's a he's teenager. Um, so I wouldn't have them at 10. Look, would I have them probably second best or maybe second or third? Um, probably. But I wouldn't have them at 10. If you're going to include maybe like the 13 in the conversation, then I can maybe edge the Roosters a little bit closer to the Storm. I can't get him at a 10, though. I just can't. I, I couldn't have him the same, but if you're going to include 13, I can edge him a little bit closer, yeah. but I still couldn't. And if they're going to make the argument that, like, one player like Teddy can bring up the average, then Cleary should be should be 10. Yeah. Because, like, Cleary's so fucking good, it should be. So I disagree with Roosters. I still would have Roosters at around the 9, the 9.5. So I'm not, not being disrespectful at all. Like, they're still fucking amazing. But I just think that Storm, 10 out of 10. Panthers, 9.5. Um... I understand it because you don't know who the nine is going to play be, but then it's like it, it seems crazy to say it because it's like they're favourites to win the comp, mm. and Nathan Cleary is in that spine. Jerome Luai, like, what's this bloke got to do to get a bit of? Uh, look, I understand he's not cup of tea on the field and rah rah all that kind of stuff, but when it comes to delivering wins, etc., what's he got to do to get you know? I, th- I think he's going to have a big year this year on that I, edge. I actually think the the drama As opposed to those last quite couple of years. Yeah, well, like, well, but like you have a look at the last few years, like the stars <laughs> on that edge have been Kikau, Burton, these sort of guys. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon this year. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon this year he's going to have a big one. Yeah, a think, lot of people are going to be upset. I think, um, and I'm not trying to speak for you, what you're kind of trying to say is, is that like he took a backward seat. <laughs> yeah in that spine for the last couple of years. And that's where we described him halfway through year last year as being selfless and mm. people got so upset. Mm. But that's what we're talking about, mm. that on the edge this year, Burton's the guy. Okay, I'll just play my role. Mm. Now Kikau's the guy. Mm. Okay, I'll play my role. I think this year it'll be Jerome Luai's And edge. they don't have Appy at nine, which used to take a lot of that create. Like Appy was the guy that would be created around the ruck. Yep. Whereas they're going to need Luai's footwork around the ruck. And I, so I think you might see a little bit more of a similar role to what he played for Samoa. Um, look, again, I'm not, I don't put him in the same tier as a Cleary, your Munster and all that kind of stuff yet. I think he's a tier under, um, but I do think he, he probably doesn't get the reps he, he deserves. Um, but yeah, so Panthers at 9.5. Dylan, War, uh, Dylan Edwards at fullback, sure. Um, but yeah, it's just the nine, really, that we're unsure of who's going to be. Mitch Kenny, maybe. Mitch Kenny, good, solid nine, but he's not... As a nine, he's not close to the, the top tier at the moment. And I think the other thing with hookers too, when you look at this spine, like I think a lot of I think a lot of these ratings, if you had two hookers that aren't eighty minute guys, they'd probably take you down a little bit. Mm. When in reality, that that doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, what doesn't matter how many people are playing in the nine if it works for your spine, mm. good as goal. Rabbitohs nine. Um, so you got Trell, you got Walker, you got Ilias, you've got Cook. Yeah, about eight point five nine, I'd give them. Um, again, it's a similar situation like Ilias, rookie, seven, quite young. Um, Cody Walker had a little bit of a quiet season last year. 
Latrell Mitchell, we all know what he can do, but you know, like, you know, hopefully he can just get through the year injury free and all that kind of stuff. So I'd have them, yeah, that seems about right, eight point five nine. As much as Cody had a quiet year, he had a rookie halfback next to him and they got to a prelim. Yeah, and his oh, fullback sure. was out for half the year. So and I understand what you're saying on stats, th- quiet yeah. year, but I think from this they're more looking at like the spine in its by itself as players rather mm. than the team's result. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I, I think it is a really common argument out there that Cody was a bit off last year. I, I don't think he was. I think that, you know, Latrell Mitchell, the opportunities he had out the back of the work Cody did on the inside. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I thought Cody had a good, solid year, but I don't think he was – I don't think he played his best season last season. What do you reckon, Matty, as a Rabbitohs fan? I mean, it's obviously so hard to – compare to his best season because his season the season before he set up about 50 tries or whatever mm. it was um i thought he had a bit of a slow start to the year mm. but i reckon after a couple months around that origin time he he stepped up again and yeah. and you're right when trell came back like i know if it's a coincidence but whether or not it is he cody walker was at his best again so mm. yeah 2021 was obviously cody's year but mm. um yeah I, I thought he had a good year and just like, kind of improved as the yeah. year went on i um I think he deserves a lot of credit for the way Ilias came along in the year because he would have been talking to him constantly. And also, like, giving Ilias the space to be able to impact games as well. Yeah. As a guy like Cody Walker, you could easily be like, mate, I'm literally one of the most gifted ball players. I personally think when it comes to vision on a footy field, he's up there with the goats, like vision. Mm. Some of the stuff that he sees is fucking wild. Um, so also, just on that, Cody touched the ball 200 more times last year than he did in his best year. 2021. Yeah. So he really took that, took that took role. That, yeah. Took the role of, of leading the boys around yeah. a bit more. Which, which may have affected his, the flary stuff, you know, because he was... Yeah, and I, th- I think maybe there's a perception of, like, last year was a down year. And um, on face value, I think everyone would, would say that. But we talk about it a lot, but 2021 was such an anomaly of the year with these record-breaking scorelines. So Cody's stats from that year will, barring significant rule changes, they'll, they'll never be matched again. So he could never hit what he did in 2021 mm. uh, and then the obvious one as you said he went from having Adam Reynolds running the show to playoff yeah. to a rookie half so you know he was never going to get close to 2021 another thing that you bang on about all the time if there was a stat for try contributions <coughs> oh. he would be sky fucking high yeah. same as Dylan Brown was two years ago we banged on about this yeah. then it changed a little bit all of a sudden he gets try assists and everyone loves him again mm. I also think you know he doesn't get enough credit I understand he's a hothead on the field like I I I like hotheads on the field. I think it's what rugby league is about. Um, but I don't think he gets enough appreciation for his leadership. He's a key mm. key member of a transition phase after losing Wayne Bennett, Dane Gagai, you know, Adam Reynolds, and Cody Walker. He was the tip of the spear. Like he, was, he was the main guy leading them around. And so I don't think he gets enough credit for his leadership. We'll say as well, again, he, he also kicked a lot more last year, but he also came third in triasis. Yeah. Like he was on 21 triasis, the same triasis as Nico Hines, Dalliem. So, yeah. yeah, I think comparing him to 2021. Well, I'm just, I'm, yes, as I said, I'm, I am comparing him to 21. Like I think last year he was a little bit more quiet, but there's reasons for it. Like he's leading the team around. Whereas I think the, the year before, and maybe even the, it was a, a, like a two or three years before that, where he was fucking just incredible but the reason as we've just found out and understand the reason why he's more quiet is because he's got a new rookie seven yep. that he has to try and lead around and like what's better for the club cody walker to go out and break a fucking tri-assist record or to help develop Lockie ellis into a premiership winning seven it's yep. 
the Lockie Elias thing. So I don't think I don't think Walker gets enough appreciation for his leadership on and off the field. Now then, you said you know he's got that. People look at him as a hothead footballer. Mm. Get back to that last game. The the what was it, Maddie? The the game where they all, everyone got um, sent from the field. Those, yeah. Cody Walker was just about the only player that didn't get too mid in that. Yeah, he set up four tries that game. Yeah, yeah. and I think I think that that's like a really good example of him understanding last season he needed to step into the role of like even though he was a leader before, but the out and out leader. Like I'm a, I'm a leader of this team. I've got a young seven. I can't afford to be losing my. Whereas I don't think people attribute that to Cody Walker enough. And maybe it's because he hasn't done it for a, a long period of time. He's been able to be the attacking weapon. But yeah, so I, I, a little bit quieter last year. Definitely not bad. Still a good year. A great, a great stat around the try contributions in Cody. And yes, said for for anyone that's not too familiar with it, the try assist goes to the main player in in that movement. Mm. Try contribution, as it sounds, you, you've had an impact on a try without being the main guy. Yeah. So, first place last year was on 26. Cody Walker was on 23. From there, it was third place was on 18. So, he was comfortably second. Who do you think was number one for try contributions? Luai? No. Nah. Oh, I just, went, I just went wild. I went yeah. wild there. Okay, no, no. no let, it, let it, it is a bit wild. It's like, it wouldn't be the first bloke to come. Moses? No. Nah. Townsend? Matty Moylan. Matty Moylan! Matty Moylan. Timmy, you've come with a fucking absolute... Bell ringer. Yeah. Fox Lab, try contributions, Matt Moylan, 26. No way. Matty and when Moylan. You, especially take... when you think about it, how often is he just roaming the field and he's we, – we say it often when yeah. you're watching the Sharks and Matty Moylan, his ability just to square up, draw blokes in and go whack out the back. Hines doesn't win a Dally M if mm. Moylan didn't yeah. do what he yeah. did. So, and not just top of it. Like he smashed it, 26, Cody 23, Cleary third on 18. And I reckon – with the way that South Sydney attack, if you went back to that 2021 season, the player that would lead the contributions would be Adam Reynolds. So that's how South Sydney play. It's the guys inside that create that mm. space. Mm. Matty Moylan, yeah. that fucking gives a bit of joy to the heart. The old <laughs> battler, the hamstrings are fucking hanging by a thread. You could fucking <laughs> flick those and they'd fucking go. <laughs> yeah. And he's out there giving try, try involvements out the arse. And so this is obviously taking... Yeah, he did, he did that in three less games than Cody as well. <sighs> We and could have sat here for three hours and not got that. No, 100%. <laughs> I was going to let you keep going. Like, yeah. just I was literally just going down halfbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, like, I'll be honest. Like, I think we regularly talk about how important Matty Moylan has been to that Sharky size and how he's going to rap. But, and so anyone listening to this podcast knows we give Matty Moylan raps, but I don't think any of us knew that big of a mm. fucking – that's incredible. Yeah, it's unbelievable. What a, what a season for a bloke that – mate, the amount of people – like. Even, no, me, me. So going into last season, I said to go with Trindle, not because of I thought he was better than Moylan, but because I was just a bit worried that if if Moylan becomes in and out of the side, it's really hard to build a combination with that. And then you, you're unsure of who, who partners Hines. So he's gone from a guy that, a shark side that didn't even make the eight, if I remember correctly, just missed the eight? Just missed, yep. To an injured Brara into the first grade side like what an incredible turnaround like what an incre- and I think most fans would have said Matty Moylan I don't think he'll probably play that much first grade at the start of last year and then he does that that's amazing mm. fuck I love that's what I love about <laughs> footy when you hear shit like that that's what we fucking do it for baby Matty Moylan those baby blues baby they're still blue as anything they're blue as anything yeah good you can put your feet up for the rest of the show just yeah I'm done that's nicely done Jesus <laughs> thanks might take next week off <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, uh, so yeah, Rabbitohs, nine. Uh, yeah, I'd have them 8.59. I think that's about right. 
Cowboys nine. I don't know if I'd have Cowboys at nine. I don't know if I'd Cowboys at nine. Not yet. Not yeah, the same not as yet. the Rabbitohs. Credit to the Cowboys. I think they would have got a six last year. Maybe oh, a five. Mate, fuck yeah, hundred percent. It'd be interesting to see if, if we could find it from last year, see where the Cowboys yeah. were. But yeah, nine, I think that's a little bit overs, especially when you've got Parramatta underneath them at 8.5. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, I think maybe 7.5. 7.5? Yeah, I'd go 7.5, 8. 8. They got, I think they are probably... Oh, not this year, though, because Reese Walsh. Because, like, Broncos are 7. Anyway, we'll get to it. Um, so, Cowboys 9, yeah, that's a bit high for me. Scotty Drinkwater had a fantastic year. Scotty Drinkwater finished in the top five for Daly M points last year, and no one talks about that shit. He that's wasn't in amazing. The starting team he didn't start even the year. start the season. Yep. Couldn't even get a crack. And throughout the year, we were constantly worried that Hamiso was going to take his spot, too. Yeah, we were talking, like, that was half the friggin' episodes. We're yep. like, is where do we fit Hamiso? Who gets dropped for him? Rara. Um, Scotty Drinkwater, so. Um, obviously that he brings the points up Chatty Townsend Again The Chad I can't I'm <laughs> Seriously I couldn't be more happy for a bloke I, You couldn't find a single person on the internet That was stoked about the signing of Chad Townsend From Sharkies to the Cowboys Actually you may have found one And it was me I was stoked for the Chad And I, I, I Did I think that they were going to go this good? No I didn't So I'm not going to take full credit for it But um yeah, so like he's had a great year. Then you've obviously got Dearden at six. You've got Reese Robson at nine. I still think though, like when you compare it to the tippity tippity top, like are they only one point less than Grant Munster, Pappy, Hughes? Probably not. I, I'd put them around the eight mark. I'd say. I think as well. You look at the four teams on top of them, and you know the team below them as well. Their spine's done this for three, four, five years mm. on the trot. Cowboys realistically have done it for one season. It was fantastic. But I think to be rated the same as the South Sydney Rabbitohs spine that's gone prelim after prelim and grand final, mm. you've got to do it for longer than 12 months, in my opinion. Mm. Um, so would we all land them around the eight? 7.5? So you'd be 7.5? Yeah, yeah 7.5, eight. Nine is very generous. I'd go, I'd go eight because of the drink water-like explosion, but also the Dearden excitement factor. I mean, this bloke went into origin and killed it. He had the first try assist, didn't he? Like, hmm. that's a mate anyway. So really, really um, – and Reese Robson, he was in the origin camp as well. So what's really interesting about the Cowboys' spine is that it's that balance of super experienced Chad Townsend. Then you've got Robson, um, you've got Dearden, and then you drink water. Robson's young, Dearden's young, drink water's what, 23, 24? Like, fuck. Yeah. It's, that's, in, that's impressive. Um, and I think if they do it this year again and go to a prelim final, then I can have the conversation of your high eights to nines. I've got a schmokey for you, and you may have already thought of this schmokey as well. Reese Robson, nine for New South Wales. I think he's a really good chance. You reckon? I think that Freddie last year went for the two-hooker option. Yeah. I think there's a really good chance he goes back for it again. Damien Cook just lost his Kangaroos jersey. Mm. No one spoke about it. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. You've got to remember, like, Damien Cook lost his Kangaroos jersey. You've also got Appy who's going to the Tigers. We don't know how that's going to look. I don't know if Freddie goes straight back to those guys. Mm. So I think there's a chance he goes with two hookers. But the other side of it is if everyone's fit, I think Freddie would ideally like to have a Matt Burton in the side too. So I wonder if he maybe goes with an 80-minute nine and has a... It's so strange how hard it is to get into that New South Wales side. Mm. Yeah. Like, compared to the Queensland, it's, like, pretty – seems relatively obvious. Each position, you're like – It yeah, almost feels like sometimes it's easier to get into the Kangaroo side than the New South Wales side it's at times. It's wild. Like, I mean, we don't – like – so Fox didn't make it. No, Tupo, 
we're not even talking about Suwali'i, like in the sense of like we will be talking about him. Uh, but anyway, we'll get into origins. It's, it's no, never too early for origins. Never. Show. I was about to chime in as well. I'm like, don't go down this road just yet. I'm like, <laughs> we'll be here for three yeah. hours. Um, but yeah, I, I personally think, I don't know whether he'll, it'll be this year that Reese Robson gets a crack, but I do think right now, if you had to pick one bloke that may be the hooker for New South Wales in the next two to three years, I think Reese Robson is currently leading the charge. I don't know whether he will be in two years, but right now, he's leading the charge of the next generation for New South Wales hooker, in my opinion. I agree. I, I think that if there's an injury to one of those starting nines, mm. he would definitely be the next guy. Yeah, okay. What do you reckon, Timmy? Smokey or what? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the fact that he was in and around Origin Camp last year suggests that he's on high up on Freddie's radar. Mm. Full season of nine behind him for the Cowboys. So, yep. yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't. I don't think he will be, but definitely a Smokey. Yeah. Um, okay, so Cowboys... We've got about around the eight, average of eight. Eels, 8.5. You've got Gutho, Brown, Moses, and Hodgson. Oh, man, this is a tough one because you guys like, the question is, like, how good is Hodgson going to be? I think 8.5 is probably right. Probably. If Hodgson comes out and kills it and Brown takes another level up, then you could push him into a nine. Um, but it's just a question around, you know, what, what version of Hodgson are we going to get? So I, eight, eight, 8.5 is good for me, Eels. Yeah, compared to the Cowboys, I think it's off, but that's where I would have had Parramatta. 8.5 is right yeah. where I would add them. I, yeah. I have the Eels over the Cowboys. Yeah, same. Like, yeah. I think yeah. we all do. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. Definitely. And then, yeah, if Hodjo comes back and kills it, well, guys, the limit for that yeah. spine. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, Eels would have an 8.5. Cowboys would have an 8. Sharkies at 8. So you've got Hines, you've got the great Matty Moylan, one of the goats now. Fucking hell. Matty Moylan <laughs> and uh, Blake Braley. Um, it sounds weird because he's the Dally M player at seven, but I'd, I'd probably have them around the eight. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, I agree. I'd have them around that mark too. Probably a touch lower, seven, seven and a half. Yeah. It's, 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 I think Hines brings it up quite a bit. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a very... Good, it's a good spine, but yeah. I don't know. Again, like, what have they got at eight? They've still got it one off that Rabbitohs spine. It's, oh, yeah, I'd go seven and a half. Now, Broncos, 7.5. Uh, this one is a tough one because we don't even know who the fucking nine's going to be yet. Mm. Um, Reese Walsh, obviously, gun, but hasn't played yet. Back at fullback for the Brizzy Broncos. You've got Ezra Mam, second year. We don't know how he's going to go. Oh, maybe seven, I'd have him. Not 7.5. I'd probably have him 7. Yeah, 7.5 feels like overs, but a 6 feels like unders. Yeah, you know that's, what I mean? that's what so, I mean. Yeah, I, I'd have about the 7 mark. You don't know who the hooker is. 5.8's um, in his second season. Mm. Reese Walsh has returned to the club for the first time. So, um, yeah, I think about a 7. Like, I mean, if you wanted to be really aggressive, you could even go 6.5. I mean, we have to remember they finished ninth. I'd go 6.5. Yeah, would you? Yeah. Why do you hate us so much, bro? <laughs> uh, it's... Just the whole being Queenslanders <laughs> concept, <laughs> primarily. <laughs> but, like, they're also the kind of spine that after five rounds, you'd be like, ten or zero. Just who knows what they Yeah, you do. Oh, it's, it's, that's a good out. point. That's a really good... Like, Ezra Mam, if he kicks on and Reynolds can just play each game because we know how good he is, and then Moser or something comes out and he's the gun that we think he's exactly. going to be, all of a sudden you're going, holy shit. That's, they haven't, that spine <laughs> hasn't proven anything to me yet to suggest they should be higher than seven sort of thing. Yeah, like. I'd have them around the seven. seven. I could understand 6.5. Manly, 7.5. You've got Tom Trevojevic at fullback. You know, let's fingers crossed. And at the moment he's on track. Uh, you've got Daly, Cherry Evans at seven. You've got Schuster at six. You've got 
croaker at one uh so, sorry at nine i actually probably would have if tom travoyevich is playing every game i reckon 7.5 maybe even eight tom travoyevich at his best dc at his best schuster plays well i could even go as high as an eight so 7.5 is about right for me for me, it comes down to how you value Josh Schuster, mm. where you think he's going to be. Uh, so I'd probably have them at about a 7.5. I'd probably struggle to push them into an 8 at the moment just because I don't know what Schuster's going to be like. And um, Croker's a good so footballer, good. but there's not like there's not huge upside in him. When mm. you where, like If you were to rank him out of 10 compared to all the hookers above him, I don't think he'd be in the conversation mm. with most of them. So I think about 7.5. I like 7.5. Again, Schuster comes out and does anywhere near what we think he can do. Mm. Like, could be 8.5, pushing 9. Like, yeah. if Schuster kills it, you're yeah. probably the best fullback in the competition thereabouts when fit. Schuster, who's can be a star, and I think he will be at some stage. Mm. DCE, credentials speak for themselves. And then Lockie Croker, who's Mr. Reliable, does a job for them. So, But, yeah, I mean, on the mystery around Schuster, I think 7.5 is probably fair. Are the Raiders yeah. on this list or what? Mate, they're We're getting deep. <laughs> Raiders are 14 anyway, we'll get to it. We're, oh, we're yeah. a well-balanced squad, mate. We don't like to, we don't like to fork out around certain positions. We, we're like, we, we care about... Uh, like, we like to share the money across the yeah, roster. We don't yeah, want any yeah. big heads down there. Oh, we don't fuck. want any of our bottom-tier players getting too little, so we just we share. We don't yeah, have stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Tigers, seven. I disagree. I don't think Tigers are seven. Um, Luke Brooks, Adam Dewey, then you've got uh, Laura... Um, I was going to say Laurie Daly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Might be an eight all of a sudden. Dane Laurie. Dane uh, <laughs> Laurie. Um, and then you've obviously got Appy at, at uh, nine. I would have Tigers around the six at the moment. Yeah, I think six. Appy's the saving grace for me, realistically. And we don't even know if it is going to be Dane Laurie. It looks like there's a good chance it'll be um, Charlie Staines. So. Yeah, exactly. So don't Which even doesn't know. fill me with confidence either. So, yeah, I think seven for Tigers. I'd prefer the the spine of the team we're about to talk about, to be honest with you. Yeah, it, it, it really... Look, Adam Dewey, we know how good he is. Like, when he he's a great ball-running six. Luke Brooks, you know, unfortunately, it just hasn't seemed to click for him yet. He's had some really good years. I think 2018, he won Dallium Halfback of the Year or something mm. along those lines. Um, so I can see a world where they do play it at 7 <laughs> to 7.5 level. But I'd probably have them around a six. Timmy, where'd you have the Tigers? Yeah, I think off the back of Appy that they, they can reach that seven and a half level. But again, I haven't seen anything from them yet to say they're, they're anything more. So what do they got them? Seven. S- seven. Yeah, I'd probably go six, six and a half. I, I think that the, the class of Appy and, and the forward pack now to play off the back of that they've got, mm. uh, I'm happy to go six and a half. Knights, uh, six and a half. Um, this is the t- arguably the toughest one because you're like, we don't even know who their fullback's mm. going to be. Let's assume Lockie Miller's the fullback. Uh, Jaden Braley at nine, Ponger at six, Hastings at seven. Like, if they all play well, I would go as high as an eight. If Ponger goes out and delivers, Hastings, we know what he does. Miller, I really rate. Jaden Braley, I really, really rate. I honestly think they could get as high as an eight, but will they actually get to an eight? I don't know. So right now... I actually think 6.5 is quite fair. Yeah, right now it's probably fair, but I'm I'm pretty confident it'll be high by the end of the season. I'm saying same as you. I love Jaden Bro. I think he's in for a big year. You know what you're going to get at Hastings and KP. The sky's the limit there. So, um, yeah, 
6.5 is probably fair at the moment because we don't know who their fullback's going to be, etc. Mm. 100%. But I, I think they're... I, I would rather the Knights spine, if that's what they're going to run out with, than the Tigers spine, personally. Mm. Timmy? Mm. Yeah, happy with 6.5. Yeah. Uh, doggies, 6. I think this is a little bit low. Reed Marnie, I know... I think Flattingen's a, a good foil for Burton. And then, obviously, at fullback, there's, there's word that Hayes Perham is winning the race, um, even though... Oh, man, I'm terrible at names today. Avarello? Yeah, Avarello um, was there last year. I actually probably have the doggies spine around a 6.5 or 7. I think it's a little bit with, with Burton and Reed Marnie in that spine. And I think I, I think uh, Flanagan is a good match for Burton. Um, 6.5, I reckon. They're currently 6. What would you have them? Yeah, I have them around the same. I think like with a guy like Kyle Flanagan, like, I don't think you hold him to the same standard as you would the way you look at a... Hines, mm. like his role is so different. His role yeah, at the end of the day is to just get them around the park. Well, and Burton just, is the Hines for them. Yeah, and just free up Hines, mm. uh, just just free up Matt Burton. That, yeah. that, that's what he has to do essentially. So, with the hooker, uh, the fullbacks are untested. So, from that perspective, I can understand why they're as low as six. But I, I think they are a better spine than a six. Mm. To me. Yeah, I'll go 6.5, and I just think as good as Marnie coming in is going to be, it's going to take time for these combinations to gel together. So what looks like at this stage maybe a new one, uh, a new nine. It'll take a bit of time, so I'm happy. with. I'd go 6.5. Uh, Titans, six. So you've got Foran, most likely Tanner Boyd. Uh, then nine, you've got Verils. And then at one, you've got Brimo. I actually would put them up about a 6.5. 6.5, maybe even a seven. Um, I think Sam Verils is going to be one of the better signings of the year. I think he's going to deliver what they need from nine. I think Foran's going to be great for him as long as he can stay on the field. Tanner Boyd gets more reps under his belt. Brimo, I rate extremely highly. I think he's, you know, he's not underrated because Titans fans know how good he is. But being at a club that's not a huge club, he doesn't get as much reps as some other fullbacks. But he's every game he plays in, he impacts it. Like, every game. So I actually would have the Titans at around a 65 maybe even a 74 and stays on the field for the whole season. Yeah, it's hard to judge a spine that you haven't seen that mm. is completely untested, obviously, which is probably why they are a little bit lower. But yeah, I, I, I think that at their best, they could be a 7.5. Like, I, I think they could compete with the Broncos spine, for example, mm. all those guys at their best. But as it stands right now, they're all untested. Haven't seen them play together. Six, six, five, I'm sort of happy with. Happy enough with a six. Uh, I think you said Brims... It's, it's a solid spine that will all do a good job. And then I sort of think, oh, how many points are in this spine? That's where you go, oh, I'm lucky you can't be got such a high opinion on AJ Brimson. Mm. Uh, and he's the polish there. And I think there's enough points in him to say, yeah, a six with certainly some upside if they can gel together early on in the season. Uh, now, onto the Raiders at a six. The Raiders are such an interesting one because it's like the balance of their side isn't around, you know, mm. it's in their forward pack. Like, it's, it's, that's the style of footy they play. I think that, you know, if Savage... So, obviously, the, the, we would assume there'd be Woodford, it'd be Whiten, it'll be... Um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Danny Levi run out number nine. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Is that you hearing anything or...? No, I just... Uh, I've heard he's, you know, he's, he's had a, um, a good arrival down there, training mm. well. Mm. I think Woolford plugged a gap last season and did a, a fine job. Mm. Um, but it, it, I think it's probably easy to get caught up in that narrative of where he came from, mm. um, from playing a bit of reserve grade last year, working at 
you know, with Snowden horse racing and all that. So you get caught up in that. But yeah. at the end of the day, I thought he was okay last year. And I just think maybe it could be Danny Levi round one, which I'm not sold on myself, but... Mm. I mean, it's like Danny Levi, he's had quite a few opportunities mm. to get a starting spot and it just doesn't seem to work I, out I'm for with him. You, I'm with you, mate, but... Mm. Yeah, Timmy, question. If Danny Levi does start at nine, then do you have room for either Wolford or Tom Starling on the bench? Tommy Starling. You've got to have Starling yeah, there, for yeah. sure. So t- Tommy, obviously, they don't want him playing those big minutes down there, but Tommy's such a good football, such a... Great X factor off the bench, that mm. punch through the middle. So uh, it'll be yeah, Tommy Starling. So I think then Levi, Fogarty, Whiten, Savage at the back there. Um, Whiten just brings it up for me so much, mm. seriously. Yeah. I understand why they went six, though. And it, it seems unfair because they're, they're a top eight footy side. They're absolutely... Um, so... <laughs> It's weird. I don't see him as a six, but I can understand why they were in a six. And I can't put them at seven because then I compare their fullback and their nine to other nines that are around the seven mark. Like, for example, right now, Manly are a 7.5. And if you put them at a seven, then, you know, you've got, you're competing with Tom Travojevic, mm. Daly Cherry Evans, um, and Schuster, who could be something special. But uh, six, 6.5, honestly, Whiten is so good, I could even push it to a seven if I had to. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of similar to you guys, as you alluded to. The Raiders, you know, they're as good as their pack goes. Mm. So uh, it's hard to judge their spine when Hooker's a bit of a um, clusterfuck at the moment and then you've got the fullback who's very young. Uh, the halfback, I doubted him at the start of last year. I mm. thought he was great in the last 10 weeks mm. of that season. I thought he was fantastic. So I could push him to a 6.5 probably. As but, in uh, Fogarty? Fogarty, yeah. Yeah, because he, well, he, st- he didn't play until the right fucking round 14, eight. Yeah. 15 or oh, 14. Yeah, but like, I, think it was, I think it was good to see the Raiders without Fogarty and then see them with him. Yeah. I think you could definitely see the huge difference he made. Oh, and I, I didn't think he'd have that much impact, to be honest. Yeah. Um, he was really good. That's a whole other preseason together. Uh, now, on to the Dragons. Actually, just quickly on Raiders, like if you'd rated their four-pack, if someone had their four-pack as the best in the comp, I wouldn't. I honestly, I, I may disagree, but I wouldn't think that's a crazy opinion. That's how good their four-fucking-pack is. Um, now, Dragons, six. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, about right. Um, Benny Hunt does a lot of the heavy lifting there. Um, you know, to be honest, any spine with Benny Hunt should be near the top, but uh, six about right, Dragons? Yeah, six. Uh, I'd probably go five, five at the moment, especially just with so much uncertainty around the halves, Jacob Little's injury history, uh, you know, Tyrell Sloan, massive upside, but we haven't really seen it yet for a consistent amount of games, so I'd, I'd go five. I think that's a little high at six. Uh, Warriors number four at five. They got rated out of 10, 5 out of 10. Um, oh, I, SJ fires, I could put them up to a 6, 7. Just depends on how SJ goes. Yeah, based on the form we saw from SJ last year, uh, I think 5, as harsh as it is, is probably fair. Mm. Uh, we, you know, we've, we've heard the Warriors come out and say what their spine's going to be. I, I don't believe they've got their spine completely sorted until trials. So mm. 
wait and see, but I mean the hooker's solid, doesn't have much upside. Five eight and fullback both weren't being used by their clubs last year, so mm. I'd probably go lower. I'd probably go four for the Warriors. Yeah, well. I just think look, we're thinking at this stage Metcalf's is six. I reckon Maybe. um Martin will be the five eight. Martin five eight. So Martin who was in and out of a Broncos side. If Metcalf is floating about there, he couldn't get a start for the Sharks. SJ getting older, was okay last season, but he strung games together, thank God. So I would hope he kills it. But, yeah, it doesn't sort of fill me with a, a lot of inspiration. What, and then who have they got at fullback if Martin's at... Chance. Chance at fullback. See, yeah. I'd, put, I'd be playing Chance at centre and I'd be yep. playing Metcalf at fullback and I'd be either Volkman or Tomato Martin at six. You've got to find a spot for Metcalf in that side, in my opinion. Agreed, agreed. Um, Dolphins four might be harsh because we haven't seen them play, um, but we just haven't seen them play. And I think that's why they're a four, yeah. realistically. Uh, it's hard to comment. And I mean, the, like it's not like they have even got a Ben Hunt or a Jack White to lift them up at mm. the end of the day. Yeah. So I think it's about right, four. Yeah. Well, uh, now, for those in the Illawarra region, get down to Lake Illawarra Hotel Bottomart to grab yourself some bloke beer. Managers Kevin and Shay are great people and will help you out. And uh, Lake Illawarra Hotel, they've been supporting us for uh, quite a while. So if you're in the Illawarra region, get into Lake Illawarra Hotel, the bottom mart there, grab some bloke beer. They've supported us, so support them. Uh, and say hi to Kevin and Shay. Absolute legends. Been supporting us for a very, very long time. That is Lake, Hotel, Lake Illawarra Hotel, bottom mart. Make sure to grab a case of bloke beer and say hi to Kevin and Shay. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.